This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working class on DeerCast. It's episode 36. I had to redo the intro to double check. Did you catch last week's episode? We talked about a lot. Summer scouting. What's going on? Blind calling. Yay or nay? Quick round table. Blind calling. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. Situational. Smart answer. Nice answer, but I'm going to say nay. 90% of the time, it's going to be a nay. Nay. Yay. What's up? <laughs> How do you like that? Situational more so, but it's fun, man. Like when you're right. bored, throw it out. Um, welcome to the show on DeerCast, working class on DeerCast. Um, we have a full house this week. Got the whole crew. Kurt Geyer here. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. Ross Bigger. And Lee Her, the cult leader. How do you keep making your way back into our show? <laughs> Who are you paying off to get back here so frequently? I just came and helped Kurt today on on his uh, farm. So sympathy podcast. Yep. For sure. I thought he just kept showing up <laughs> without an invite. You've been on more podcasts in a shorter amount of time with our busy schedule than anyone in recent times. So congratulations on on that. I'm like those mosquitoes today. We like you. Yeah. You're you're mosquitoes on a river bottom farm. <laughs> they just you swallow on just it. Right? Yep. Just won't go away. It just, just won't, won't go, go away. Won't go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're just as much as you swat them away, it uh, just yeah. won't go away. Keep coming. Uh so that that kind of leads into this uh the main topic of this podcast. And it might go a couple different ways. And I tried before we started recording, I tried to get a hard stance from everybody on mock scrapes and everyone's more for it but mock scrapes are you for them are you not for them let us know in the comments on deercast do you run mock scrapes do you not why or why not um so lee has a i, I, I kind of deemed you the title of 
the mock scrape king cult leader. If you want to know why we keep calling Lee the cult leader, listen back to the podcast. What number episode was it? I don't remember. Wow. Yes, you do. I don't. It was uh, so many. Uh, three something. Five oh six. Junk bro. Five teens, I think. Yeah, junk, junk bro. Episode. Junk bro. Um, and you were just on a recent uh, Deercast podcast. But anyway, um, joking around, we'd call you the cult leader now is your nickname because of jokes from that podcast. So just um, got accepted right off. It's nothing crazy. He doesn't, just, if you fight it, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, don't fight it. Don't fight it. So uh, Lee is known. You're you're pretty passionate about your mock scrapes, I guess. And um, I obtained a farm, a forty acre farm, and it's more of a travel area. But I wanted some things to get a deer to stop and trail cam pictures, hunting, whatever. So you're like, hey, man, I could run out. We can try some of these mock scrapes on your piece. And it's like, cool, it's, I'm open-minded. You know, I, I never really did them to the detail that you always did them on um, before. If I ever did a mock scrape, it was very half effort, not a lot put into it, not a lot of time set aside. So I think what we should do is talk about how you do the mock scrapes, and then we'll talk about all of our experiences with them and whether we've had good or bad luck. Give away your secrets. <laughs> so originally it didn't, I, you know, I'm not the originator of this. I've, I've taken some ideas from friends and but you didn't invent it. Your no, grandpa I, didn't invent it. Nope. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Just making sure. So I, you know, some of my friends did it before me, but I've experimented with heights, you know, of, of where to, where to have the rope hang, uh, different kind of sense and that kind of stuff. But not um, not everyone uses a rope. Yeah, that's also true. Some people use vines. Um, I use untreated hemp rope. You can buy it at any farm store. Mm -hmm. I use a three quarter diameter. I just think I like the little bit thicker rope versus the half inch. Mm -hmm. You guys had to. You had to do. That. Well, I didn't do nothing. Please <laughs> um, continue. 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 Move, um, push through, Lee. Yep. Push through. I'm so intrigued. I take and I hang it uh, in a suspended limb. Um, when I put them out, I put them out about now because I like to get the does using them, using them first, um, which then puts their forehead gland scent on it. They're, they lick it, they bite it, and puts their scent on it and intrigues the bucks to come in and, and check them out. Normally, I see that activity starting mid-October is when mm. I see the bucks transitioning to my mock scrapes. Mm -hmm. um, so I hang them about belly button or waist high um, right now because as the leaves come off, they'll pick up because there's less weight on the tree. Um, and I like to have it, you know, ideally around uh, chest height is where I would, I would like the rope to be. Um, and then I just take a battery powered weed eater, um, clear a, I don't know, two foot circle on the ground underneath yeah. it. And uh, on the rope, I put an all season scent. Um, that's a big debate as far as what scents to use. You know, everybody's got their own opinion. It's I, not even worth getting into, really. No, no. But over the last couple of years, I've just found what works best for me. And, and I probably have a, 90 to 95 percent retention of, of deer taken over my scrape that's pretty impressive um, right you're not going to explain the secret lee concoction that you use <laughs> no I, I have an idea what goes into the serum <laughs> don't even the go there. serum <laughs> um it's sad children tears from your cult <laughs> don't drink the juice that got dark quick <laughs> <laughs> but to be marketed at a later date yeah <laughs> right yeah i want all that hey so, patent pending a couple legal battles later yeah we'll get you the serum the witch potion from Doug's so ex girlfriends. <laughs> so Lee, just you like the darkness made into this scrape So you like to, you're you're like to put those out at, right now, knowing that the trees are going to pick up. So are you putting your serum on those now? And yeah, 
because yeah. my my process with it is the does start chewing on it like <clears> i said um and that's why i use like an all-season scent i don't use like a i'm there's companies that make like forehead gland scents and that kind of stuff and like tarsal tarsal gland scents um so i use like an all-season i mean the one that i use i you smelled it today kurt i mean yeah it's I, it smells like it kind of smelled like booze. Yeah, in a it kind of smelled like fermented, fermented apples is what I would say it smells like. Yeah. Um, I use that on the rope, and I think it just drives the does to chew on it, uh, rub their face on it, that kind of stuff. Um, and then on the bottom, I use like a oh, a bedroom-type scent, you know, just a easy general yeah, deer. Yeah, natural deer-type yeah. scent. Yeah. Yep, and I use that on the ground, and that that's what I've noticed has worked the best for me. What I love um, about it when he brought in the scent um it's all in mason jars so it's like you were just brand neutral from the get yeah <laughs> i just and that's the reason the that, that, that i use that's where the jokes come from i yeah. think initially because i'm like well this is shady what are you putting down <laughs> you know but Some um moonshine. talk about and we don't even need to get brands but because everybody anyway is going to argue about it it's going to stir up something and yep. they already have something they believe in in their head yep so whatever lee's talking about he uses listeners viewers out there just replace it with what you like if you do have direct questions throw in the comments and i'm sure lee can respond to the comment in there if you yep. really need to know but talk about how you got the ground scent on the actual scrape because there's a process to how you do it yeah so the one that i use is an aerosol and obviously spraying on the ground you're going to lose all your um, compression inside the aerosol if you tip it upside down and so i just my first couple i do that and then i just poke holes in the can and drain it into a mason jar and then just dump it on the on the ground and yeah. use my new balances to yeah white new balances my white are, new balances to that's a key that's a key fa- that is a key factor, factor right there so what why the calming set on the ground i mean i think i have an idea but i want you to just elaborate on that a bit makes the deer calm Okay, noted. Thank you, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Right. Never guess. Why the sneakers? <laughs> Long story. Okay. So, but but for people listening, a different scent from the rope to the ground. Yeah, and that goes back to the doe thing. I think the all season scent makes them want to chew on it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, the ground scent. When I'm starting them out, you don't want to use a doe in heat. You don't want to use a rut and buck scent. Right now. Um, wouldn't be natural, right? It wouldn't no. be natural to do that this time of year. So that's why I use like the, the calming type scent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Noted. So when, how long after setting a mock scrape like this, would you typically like on an average see a deer, a doe or a buck start using it? Uh, depends on your population density. You know, <clears throat> how many deer are coming by it? When we set them up today, you know, I try to set them close to trails you know, in an instance, like we were at today at your farm, um and like field edges i'll put them within five foot of where a trail comes out if there's a tree natural right. movement yep. areas. natural yeah. movement areas so, um, they, so they can see it and find it right there smell it you know yep. yep um really depends on your population density um where i killed junk brow last year i had a couple of them um and right away i didn't have any bucks on camera and it was all does but it was like that night was the first the first does were really sniffing at it and looking at it and very cool. Yep. If you have it in a big enough tree on a big enough branch, I've had coons <laughs> come hang on the rope and squirrels and that kind of stuff too. But oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, naturally, right? You know. Yeah. And you're yeah. and you're planting a camera when you hang the rope. Instantly. You put a camera right yep. there. So let's let's just break. Thank you, Ross. For that's kind of a transition to like the breakdown of what we did today because um, 
the farm that we set them up on is uh, it's more of a well. I, there could there's deer living there now. We yep. we saw today, but I think it's going to be during hunting season. It's going to be a very heavy um, rut travel running through spot, and this is something that may make them want to come through to check for does hitting the scraper or whatever you know. Yep. Um, however, you want to break that down. Um, but I, I knew for sure hearing you talk about it, I'm like, man, it'd be great. Let's do that on the farm and see what we can do. So we did three of them, right? Yep. So we did one on the east side that is um, where I think is probably a lot of deer use coming back and forth. Um, there's a crop field just to the east. Um, and it's on a nice mode path. It's, it's actually a pretty perfect setup. We put a camera on it. Um, and then we did one on the other, the west side of the property northwest side yep and then we did one um there's a river we did it just up from the river and mowed out a certain area and mowed uh, a path basically gave the deer a path of least resistance on the river bottom going from west to east and we kind of made an opening mowed a path in there's the opening the scrape is in the opening and then continued the path moving east so if a deer is going to use that coming there on that river bottom east to west or vice versa they're gonna pretty much go right past that mock scrape right. with a camera on it yep. so the goal being if a big buck is going to cruise through or whatever might stop hit the scrape get a few more pictures of him, and then he can be on his way or whatever or have a stand over it and get a shot <clears throat> or that too even better you know I, I position a lot of mine um i utilize them for that you know it's just not to get pictures i put them where you know, you see Mark and those guys put artificial scrape trees and that kind of stuff up. And mm -hmm. I kind of utilize this as the same thing. You know, white pines. White pines. Oh, yeah. White pines. <laughs> um, <laughs> I use this as the same a same key as a way, uh, like where I killed Junkrat was a you know not a big field, but I can't shoot across it. Mm -hmm. um, so I had them within range of my stand. Did you actually have Junkrat hitting some of these? No, because he showed up late season. Oh, okay. Um, but my, my bow buck and the buck the neighbor killed, I had a bunch of pictures of them on it. I mean, almost daily. Every time they'd come out to the field, they'd mm -hmm. check it and go on about their day. So is this like a set it and forget it, or are you going in refreshing this every... I pretty much set it and forget it. Let the deer take it over. Right. Once they start going, their natural scent, scent is going to be on it and keep so it So you open. don't... They're so you go back in, you're running a cell camera on that, or are you going back in and refreshing the rope and ch and pulling the card? Um, depend If I have... I don't run a ton of cell cameras, so not all of them have cell cams on it. So you do go back and refresh the rope, or... No, I leave the rope alone. I just... The rope just gets refreshing from the deer naturally right, right. from the initial yep yep pull start yeah so I I uh, I you know skirt the edge of it don't step in it don't yeah leave as minimal Ross, amount of your mic down as buddy. possible be a little easier for you there um, you go perfect pop the card out and go on about my day um, but like my super active uh, where I've got my good deer I'll put cell cams on it because I think it's one of the main points where I'll get a deer checking it it's, mm -hmm. you know everybody runs scrape cameras you know that time of yeah, year that's yeah. about the only place i put them that and fence gaps that time of year. well we set up we did one cell cam two regular cams and the cell cam was in a spot that's i think deer would move anyway mm -hmm. you know they're probably going to move in and out of that area anyway and this is just hopefully entice them to move through more and stick around for just just see what i don't it's just a guess it's guess an and check really yep. it's an experiment and that's part of the fun of it or like I've never, if I have tried them, it's just been random last second type stuff or just it wasn't a lot of effort or pre prep. I say I've tried it. them too, but it hasn't been this much effort put into it. 
No. Yeah, but it was fun. It was like exciting. Right. You know, don't really know what deer are out there, a new piece. Like, let's try this. Let's see what's going on. Yep. So for me, it's pretty exciting. You know, it adds another like fun factor element, like your your app or whatever cell cam you use goes off and you're like, oh, I wonder what it is. Like yeah. that's fun. Doug, have you ever messed with mock not scrapes? This, not this really. I have not. In general though? Yeah. Like how how do you do them? Do you go to this extent or what are you doing? <laughs> I uh I'll make a mock scrape and then I'll pee in it. <laughs> so how do you make your scrape? What are you doing? Uh I'll just clear out a little piece on the ground, a circle, and then take a stick and under an overhang <clears> or something. Yeah. And then pee in it. And break okay. the branch a little bit. That's a controversial topic. I'm just Ross in what's that? Have have you done mock <clears throat> scrapes in the past? Yeah, but I'm I usually don't do it this early. I mean, this is I'm still a week out on putting trail cameras. I don't in years past, I'd put them out a lot earlier than this, and I, I get got tired of going through three thousand pictures per card and all the batteries and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait. So mm-hmm. no, I, I hold off for about another week. Um, mock scrapes. I'm still about a month out from from anything I've ever done in the past. But now, talking about this, I might try to put a couple out there and see what happens with them. So, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a. I, I guess I'm just, I've just reeled it back in quite a bit from what I used to do. I used to just be all out, you know, I'm in the timber every weekend making a bunch of racket and pruning stands and hanging stands and it's, you know, cameras everywhere and then go check them weekly or every other week. And I've, I've backed off quite a bit, but I've, I haven't played with this mock scrape stuff enough that this right. is interesting. I'd, I'd like to try it. And I'm, I'm super methodical about when I go in and do them too. You know, I'm not going in an hour before daylight, even in the summer, cause not all willy nilly that human intrusion, even in the summer, <clears throat> makes a difference. For sure. You know, I go, unfortunately, like today it was, it was hot, you know, it's hot midday, but I'd already been in there mowing. Yep. I've been running equipment. It's like, so any deer that was in there was out of there because of like something that they're going to see anyway. Yeah. Yep. That's a good way to push deer out. If you have a chainsaw or a tractor or whatever, fire that up, let them hear you coming in. It's a nice gradual way to push deer out. Yeah, you're mowing, you're, you're coming in slow. Yeah. They have time to think about, oh, here comes that idiot Kurt on his orange on piece his of mower crap. again. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times I don't, I don't put them in intrusive areas. I mean, it's field edges for the most part. Right. You know, so it's Easy not good to pop in, know, pop out yep. where you would drive a tractor or a side by side or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. It's a good point. Real good point. What about you, Austin, when it comes up? Well, in the great state of Illinois, you can't, uh, you can't put on any feed. You can't do mineral or anything like that. So in the early season, if you want to concentrate deer in front of a camera, this is a good way to do it. You can put on a scrape and take some inventory that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to talk me to talk about brands at all or not, but there's a company that made a vine, an artificial vine, and I've used those before. You put the artificial vine down and they got like a powder that you spray on that and spray in the dirt. I've used that. I do the Doug method. I wear my wear my work boots in and clear the ground out and, and take a whiz in the scrape. And that seems to work, seems to get them fired up. If you find a nice natural spot with an overhanging branch where they're going to do it anyways, mm-hmm. you're just kind of getting it fired up for them. Yep. But yeah, I've used them in the summertime. Starting the party. Yep. Eric, what about you, buddy? I'm kind of the same way between uh, Austin and uh, Doug over there. You know, it's just kind of make, get out there, turn the dirt up, take a whiz in it. Or like Doug said, you know, find a low hanging branch, kind of snap it off a little bit, give that, get it kind of started. Yep. Yeah. Peeing in it. Ross, you pee in yours? Yes, I have. Lots of times. <laughs> I love how you like said that like you were admitting the problem. <laughs> I have. Yes, it's yes, like yes. you're like in court. <laughs> yes, 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 I have, I have done that. <laughs> uh huh. Guilty. Yep. yep. What about you, Lee? 
So I don't pee in my mock scrapes uh, just because I, I don't know. I feel like my human sense there when I'm making them, I don't want to tip pee- them off. You don't want to pee pee in there? Human pee. Okay. But pee-pee. I pee in scrapes, like natural so what's the difference? scrapes. I feel like they're already made and it's just moistening the ground and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just, you know, never. you know, I'd, I'd say I would never make a mock scrape and pee in it. I, I guess I would not, I would never, but I don't. I don't make mock scrapes and then pee in them. I would rather do that during the rut because they're so crazed anyway. They're kind of zombie-ish. Somebody's, you know, a big buck comes by, or a buck comes by and smells this scrape. They're always going to check scrapes when they're getting hot to trot, but they come rolling in there. It's like, all right, somebody has been here, and I'm going to make my mark, and I'm going to move on and go stomp around and knock some trees down and... Kind of, you know. kind of gives you yeah. a reason. Like if if you gotta take a whiz on the way to the stand too, like you'd rather do it in there than just by some random ass. I gotta tree. admit, guys, I don't, I don't know if I've ever done it. Really? If I had, you ever, know, ever. It's been more. Ever, it's been more in existing scrapes than it has in yeah. a box. Exa- yeah. I, I'd like go, to say Eric. maybe I have, like you know, in the whole bow hunting scheme of. But it was, if it was, I did it and forgot all about it and was like, yep, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I've not that I'm against it. I'm not. Wow. I'm not an advocate or nor against it. I don't know. I guess I don't under. I don't get. I don't know. So and I've I, had I'm cameras. Kind of, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say I've had cameras on these scrapes and been scared to death years ago when I first did it. Like I was scared to death. I'm gonna pee in the scrape and then all of a sudden nobody shows up. Not the case. No. Like bucks on it mm-hmm. within an hour. Like it, all and over I wonder it. if it's just like at a basic foundation urine is just urine. That's what I think. And well, they, just, they say like. After a certain amount of time, all urine turns into yeah. some scientific whatever that chemical is. Whatever that chemical is, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm but not a, I'm knows? not an anti pee in the woods person at all. You know, I'm not, I'm not. saying that. When I'm not. I'm definitely I not either. Stand, you know, I, yeah, to same me, way. I don't. It to me, it doesn't affect the deer. You know, I've had deer come up and lick my steps that I peed on. 20 minutes earlier yeah. You know? yeah a lot of times for me it's just laziness i'll happen to be walking through the timber after hanging a tree stand or whatever and i happen to walk by the perfect tree and you're like that branch is gonna have a scrape under it and i've got a camera in my pack so i'm just gonna get this thing fired up so i'll go and take a stick or my feet it's early in the season go in there open it up pee in it it just seems to jump start it a that's not bit. laziness well that's it, a good I, idea it, it maybe it's not being prepared not having any scent or anything on me but i'm just not a big scent guy so mm-hmm. i just use my own urine to fire the scrape up and it seems to work the lord scent there you go <laughs> there, it, there it i'm is. gonna start bottling it if anybody wants to buy it <laughs> drinking bush light and old fashions and peeing and gary has bottles. its own unique flavor it's just so, so much of that in there <laughs> it's, it's the biggest bottle i've ever seen i you know i i don't really have much of an opinion i think to i don't know i i i will say i've had I don't know how i've I had feel. more success with my own urine than Buying some companies, some of the yeah, some of these other companies' products. But how often have you bought a company's product and deliberately made a full blown scrape with it? You used to do it because time. earlier in the podcast you hadn't done it. You didn't really comment on it. Well, not that early. Back in the day, not this I, early. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I gotcha. so I backed up on that. So not this early, but yeah. But I bought, well, I've bought a dozen scrape drippers, yeah. and I've bought a. I don't even want to think about how much I spent on. Just on, bottles, you know, buck urine and all that, just mm-hmm. bottles and dripping, and then going and refilling them, mm-hmm. you know, constantly. Okay, so you know, the rope idea is awesome because you just the deer take over. Yeah, I mean, with that little dripper, honestly, you got 
that little plastic straw that's curly cued out the bottom. There's not a lot for them to rub their the face on. The old school drippers. So. Do they still make the dripper? Oh, oh sure yeah, they do. And it's just like the heat, the the heating and warming right. of makes the it drip. Increased pressure inside yeah. of the bag. Makes if you did a out. dripper with your scent, your favorite scent, your cold down scent, the rope, and then Pissing and up the rope, rope the that's the perfect scent. mixture, right? You think so? Oh. <laughs> you think so? It, it's I love this conversation and, and partially the reason why I like it so much is that it's it's different. It's with a mock scrape, I'm more open minded than I am using a Buck Lure X brand, whatever right. you use and put it out. Yeah. I'm more open minded to the mock scrape for whatever reason it is. I don't know. Like, but what's the difference? What's the difference between using Doe urine or buck rut urine or tarsal gland while you're hunting versus using it in a mock scrape. But for some reason, I'll give the mock scrape a little more credit of like, yeah, I'll run a couple of them, but I won't use the scents during right. season. I've never used it to position a deer for a shot like what you're doing. I use it in the summertime to take inventory. I've never put any stock in really doing it in season, but I have had quite a bit of success taking inventory it, like I said, in Illinois, when you when there's no other options, pretty much. I mean, in the early season, that's yeah what I found to be a good way to concentrate deer in one area. And it's a longevity of the circumstance where you have a scrape that you've been that basically you let the deer take over on their own versus rut when you're spending all that money trying to or or not just not on a scrape, I guess. In general, spending all that money, whether it's around a decoy or just scent wicks hanging through the woods, you're blowing all that money on that stuff for a hunt and yeah. and trying to get yourself in that spot. So yes, I agree with you. I wouldn't, I used to do it, spend all kinds of money on scent wicks and I'd dope them up every time and I'd hang them all over and get thought that was hands. awesome. And then, yeah, then it's like, well, I got $500 in scent this year and that didn't work in, at all. So that you know of it, you can even calculate any success to it. Yeah. Right. So then you go back to thinking about that, that scrape you set up originally, and then the deer just took it over. It's, it's, it's really the best way to go in my opinion, because you're not dumping all that money into all those cents for it's a set and forget. So let, let me, me ask, go ahead. Let me ask you, we're going to do the same thing, but different topics. I'm sure. Go ahead, Eric. Have you ever set a rope without any scent? Yeah. I mean, um, you get the same. I've done it kind of like you guys pee where you know a scrape's going to show up. If I've got a spot where I know a scrape's going to show up, I'll I'll put a rope too just because I think it holds their forehead gland scent better. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't do it often. There's one place that I know every year there's a scrape on, right. on over this branch and like, well, the derecho happened and the branch got knocked down. The tree was still there, but that branch, you know, all the, the small branches that the deer would rub on got knocked off. So I took two or three of them, I can't remember, and hung like two or three ropes right there to replace the, the branches, branches that weren't there anymore. But you've they, never like hung a rope, made a mock scrape. You've always used some kind of scent on the rope or in the scrape. Pretty much. Yep. I've never really, you know, unless it was already a place I knew where one was going to pop up, I've right. never just hung one and, and tried it. I know people that have, um, you know, like out in a food plot, they put a, a four by four and a two by four across and just hang ropes. And no scent on them, and, and those have taken off. Hmm. Huh. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It makes me want to do more of them to just see see what works for and what a season. Happen. What are my results? Right, like is it worth doing in Illinois where we can't supplemental feed and do these types of things? Because that's know? where I was coming in. You know, one of my properties where the deer can actually go around me if they wanted to. And I was talking to Lee about it, and that's where this whole white pine thing comes in. Yeah, and this is your guys's joke. 
Yeah, this is a joke. It's that, not a joke, though. <laughs> no, it's not at all. He's <laughs> like, well, you need to get something in there to make them deer come to you. You know, it was a big, it's a big field, right? Yeah, it's a big field, you know, and they can go, they can follow the fence line and go around me, or they can cut down and come right by my stand. There's two ways they can go if they're if they're on my property. So he's like, yeah, we need to put a a white pine up there. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? So that he cuts down. What do you cut down a white pine limb? Yeah, a white pine limb. Um, and it act, it started because I had Eric make me a bracket basically because where yep. i killed junk brow he doesn't want me to dig holes normally what i do is i you know i cut a i don't know seven foot long white pine branch anywhere from two inches around to the to the tip of it and uh i bury him like three foot in the ground so there's four foot sticking out and everyone i've ever put up i don't put any sense or anything on that they just take it over because it's something out in the middle they're just curious animals. and they just they love white check pines. it out and they, yeah. it, i think it's the sappy soft um, it's a lot of people do the horizontal ones with the white pines. Yeah, I've tried them. I just think the vertical, it's more natural to me, and I I've, I've had more success with the vertical than mm-hmm. anything. Good point. But that's where the white pine thing comes in because I didn't know what a white pine looked like. <laughs> so every tree I would drive by, I'm like, hey, Lee, is this white pine? Is that white pine? Is this white pine? He's like, dang it, I will go to my white pine patch and show you what a white pine looks like. That's pretty funny. You That's should hilarious. get the app on your phone where you can just look through your camera and Does it'll that tell work? You how old the tree is and what kind it is. And everything. That's a thing. I saw it on a commercial once. <laughs> <laughs> saw it on an Instagram ad. I need that because I almost feel guilty that I don't know tree species. I don't like, either. Don't feel yeah, that like guilty. Austin and Lee and I'm Ross, I'm sure you you three know some tree species. Like I'm like, yeah, these are all white pines. And Lee is like, those are, uh, or not white pines, white oaks. Those are red oaks. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> my bad. No, that that's a honey locust. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see the see the needles, <laughs> see the thorns. Dead giveaway. That's a oh. pine tree. Oh. Those are pine cones. No, right, let me throw this at you, boys. A um, couple guys I know do the deer urine balls. They're like an orb. What oh, are, yeah. are the uh, looks like a paintball. It's almost like water bead. Looks like yeah, a paintball. Yeah. My like, daughter has them. We play with them. You dump them in water, and they they're like plastic, and, yep. and then they become like absorbent. That's new voodoo technology. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> yeah, oh, you haven't seen these? No. Grab beer. And then the idea is they put whatever lure you want in them. They expand, and then when you dump them into the scrape, when they dry up, I'll take a, a soda pop, Eric, one of them green ones, and then uh, actually, yeah, I will take one if you don't mind. And then um, so once they dry up, when a deer pees into the scrape. The orb balls, whatever they are, absorb the urine again yep. of the natural, the deer, the animal, hmm. and then it refreshes the scrape for hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've got a couple of buddies that I've never used those because um, <clears throat> kind of about the time that that started happening, uh, I had found my method that I use now, and it mm-hmm. works great, so I didn't figure I'd need What if to you put these absorbing ball things? Magic, black magic cult balls. In there with your colt set. I wonder, I mean, random thought here, but if, if a deer walks up and sees something else going on down there, like <laughs> so it, it'd be kind of like you going to find a really nice tree in the woods to get rid of, you know, do your business, and then you see somebody else has already been there, and there's something where you're going to go. Kind of taints it a little bit. It's like, well, so they're really I'm on the first small. one here, so. They're really small. Okay. And they're like brown colored. They kind of take the color of urine. Um, well, I've seen they them don't, pink do they swell up? and orange. Oh, really? The ones it's I've seen are like thing. a marble-sized ball. Yeah, they absorb about that size. They're um, Only way I can think is like 
the uh, water beads. Orbeez is the Orbeez. name. Orbeez. The, the name brain. Yeah. Name I'm brain. sure it's the same thing. They just put them in urine instead of water being absorbed into them. It's deer urine. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. I might be way wrong on all of this, but that's my take on it. Take that's what I thought it was. Not a bad. Idea. I don't know. I've I've always I've seen them before in like stores and stuff, yeah. but I've never like went over there and be like, hey, what the hell is this? I'm always scared of artificial scent, usually because that's the like, point. Yeah. Well, I put it out there if it doesn't need to be, and you're giving a deer a reason to be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? What is this? Who's this fake? Yeah. Imposter BS out here, yeah. That was my and, stupid point I was trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why I make my scrapes now and let the deer try to take them over. If they if they fail, I don't I don't try to restart. It's them whatever. Again. I right. will next year. I'll I'll try to restart them again next year. But and you're not rolling into your favorite rut spot and putting one right in the middle of everything right now. No. Yeah. I do my field edges, and that's about the only spot I use them. I'm I'm hunt a lot of field edges anyways. Take inventory um, in those easy to get to spots, so you're not disturbing anything. And if it works, great. If not, then you leave it alone. Yep. And hopefully they take it over later. If not, I do the whole scent game again next year with my what I use. Yep. So do you leave the ropes up and then yep. the following year it'll just refresh them? Yep. Unless, I like it. Unless they, sometimes they get like super moldy and that kind of stuff. Not always, depending on how much moisture they take in. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I replace them, but sometimes I just leave them. So you say you can get this rope at any like farm mm -hmm. store, like yep. Farm Fleet or whatever around here? Yep. Mills, Blaine's, I'm sure Farm King has it. Um. Yeah, any... Any hardware store. Yeah, any Menards, it. you could probably get it to or anything like that. That's mm -hmm. the debate we need to have. What's the best farm store? Let's have it right now. Farm King. Farm King. I don't even know what Farm King is because I'm <laughs> You don't know. So. Ooh. Yeah, you don't, even, you don't even know. Farm King's pretty hard to beat, man. Farm King's pretty good. Blaine's is pretty good. See, over by me, I've it's, been... it's either Mills or Tractor Supply. Yeah. Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply. Sucks. Can suck. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what you're looking for. Well, I didn't say you don't even favorite. have a sporting goods aisle in that, do you? And tractor supply? Uh, yeah. There's tractor supply. It's kind of watered down. Yeah, and there's there's they sell trail cameras and that kind of stuff. Weak. What about uh, it's what like the can? <laughs> Dude, have you ever been to Farm King in Canton, Illinois? Or Macomb. Macomb's the granddaddy. Macomb's the big dog. Macomb is the big dog. I haven't been to that That's one. That's the mother store. The one in Burlington has it a is. awesome hunting selection. It does. Burlington's good. That was Macomb's our tradition good. growing up hunting in Fulton County, Illinois, is go to Canton, where Jim Tomey's from, was the big claim to yeah. fame. Um, they always had on the sign, we love Jim Tomey. I always remember, like, dude, you must be so cool that your hometown loves you. Like, Because <laughs> normally when you make it big, your hometown hates you because you did what everybody else... You know what I mean? It's yep. like that thing. So that's cool. But anyway... Yeah, that was like my childhood, like hunting camp, weekend getaway from hunting camp. Like, let's go to Farm King and walk in circles around the. Dude, we don't have Farm King where we're at. No. Nope. Do you have rural rural King? No, nope. we have Farm and Fleet or Tyson's. Yeah, Tyson's. Huh. I didn't even think about Tyson's. I don't know nothing about. Tyson's. We had uh, where most of my mom's Tyson's side of the family was from. We had Big R, rural King, and uh, yeah, Big R was like is the big one. And in, in Iowa R. now, Baumgars, I've learned about Baumgars. Mm -hmm. That's that's a decent little farm store. Never, Never heard, heard of it. Baumgars, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, what's the other one? Tyson's? Thiessen's? Tyson's. Tyson's. Let me say Tyson's. If that's they're a, listening, they need to... That's another debate on top of our debate that we're having. They need to fix their hunting store department. Oh, is it bad? What about Fleet Farm? Good. Fleet Farm. I don't know nothing about that either. 
we don't have a lot of them up in it's like a more wisconsin mills? is that what you're talking about mills fleet farm is it mills yeah because yeah, yeah. blaine's and mills farm, fleet. Blaine's farm and fleet farm and fleet, fleet farm were brothers or something like that i used to work at farm and fleet in high they school. were not brothers <laughs> they weren't i looked into this one day is it, are they related <laughs> no not at all i always remember that was like the conversation who started when that was like the whole tail and everything but it was actually who made that up i want to know who made it up and how did it go that far if i remember right i think one <laughs> guy started the store yeah, you got farm work. and fleet and fleet farm you got to think well there's there's ties there they got to be one guy loved the one guy started the other guy loved the idea and he's like i want to start something like this down this way you know iowa way because i think northern iowa they have fleet farm yeah wisconsin and all yep. that, yeah and then the other guy's like he went and asked him hey can i Use the name, but put my last name instead of Mills. You put Blaine's and just flip the names around. The really? Farm and Farm Fleet. If I remember right, they were not related at all, though. What do we got to do to get Blaine's and Mills on a podcast together and have them fist fight each other and see who's the real kid? Great debate. <laughs> Which one's better? I would actually like to interview somebody like like that. I'm sure that you're, they're probably dead and gone, but I know that the owner of uh, Farm King and his sons, they've killed the snot out of everything they're like big they're, hunters big big hunters the owner of farm kings yeah. around mm -hmm. i actually have ties with them if we want to get them on get the them in we got a podcast about it. i would love to interview them my cousin knows one of the boys so yeah. if, they, if we can make that happen farm king is responsible for a lot of childhood memories of hunting camp for, for sure yeah our big thing like growing up was a big trip to shields Yep. Oh yeah. Like that was our yeah. like me and my old man like to get fishing oh, stuff or hunting Iowa stuff City. or like Shields go is getting up there with the big boys. Or like, Shields is good. Yeah. yeah. I love Shields. But man. Shields, Shields is, is not everyone. a farm store. No. Right. Right. I'm no. just saying like that was our like yearly trip to get fishing, hunting, look at all the guns and yeah. all that stuff. All the stuff yeah. you can't buy. It's an experience right. like Bass Pro Cabela's. Yep. Like yep. you that go follows. there, like you want to take your kids there. Yep. It's an experience. You know, you bring them in, they see the mounts, they see the fish. They, that's fun. You know, I mean, a lot of that. You know. I think is overlooked. It might be responsible for a lot of interest in kids hunting when they go there. It's like an experience. They can, like yep. some Bass Pro Shops have like the bowling alley and the restaurant, like the candy. Like that's some that stuff is probably more impactful than we give it credit for for oh, kids for sure. Yep. To get them into hunting, let's go to the hunting store. This is cool. Well, if you get into hunting, it's even more cooler to go to the Bass Pro Shop and do all those fun things. Yep. I don't know. That's a twist we've been overlooking. We didn't get yeah. a little Bass Pro when I was younger. Somebody's thought this through. <laughs> that too was far. ours. ours too was, far. Ours was Bass Pro because I'm, right I'm already by Iowa right. City. So Shields was like once a week. You know, we went there, but ours was we'd go to Bass Pro because it was over in Altoona. It was like an hour away. Right. So I know Bass Pro and Cabela's are like kind of the same thing now. Mm -hmm. What's better, Bass Pro or Cabela's? Yeah, but like back in the day, Cabela's. Yeah, Cabela's. But now there. I'd argue that Bass Pro is way better. I yeah, I don't know agree. the difference now. I just as, as a kid, I always, I always got excited when the Cabela's magazine came. So I'm going <laughs> to say Cabela's. Do you remember the master catalog oh, with the thumb oh, slots? Oh, yeah. And the fold-out tabs? It was like, a lot of money on there. It was like the brown. It looked like a leather yep. book, but it was just a regular they magazine. They hardcover ones. Oh, yeah. And, and, you always, and you always circle what you wanted. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I remember it, I remember I, I, mowed, I mowed yards all summer. I got a pair of hunting boots one Ooh. summer. Ooh. <laughs> I think I've been in like one year. Dude, I would circle stuff. Like, I was like trying to decorate a house that I was never going to live in. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they had like all the bedding. I'm like, I want that. Camouflage couch. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> I'm six. <laughs> I'm going to get that. For but you sure. know what I mean? You wanted it. Oh, yeah. Well, every time that I see camo furniture, whether I'm at, like, because Farm King in Galesburg has camo furniture. Oh, it's yeah. like a staple of the store. You got to have that right in the middle. Yeah. Well, 
every time I walk by, my wife's like, no. No. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know what, Eric? You've always wanted a camo couch, right? Yep. We I've have, always wanted a camo couch. We have a studio now. Oh, we have a studio where we can get a camo couch. Hey, <laughs> we're getting rid of one couch. We're getting a camo couch. We're getting a camo couch. <laughs> Deal? Deal. I always wanted the, the camo lazy okay. boy. That Okay, I'm in. I'm on board for that. They even make kid-sized lazy boys in camo. Yeah, see, that's yeah, pretty okay. cool. There you go. Lee's, Lee's son's got one. Are we getting a camo couch for the studio? We're getting a camo couch for the studio. Say no more, fam. I'll go get one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, what kind of camo, though? Whatever one they got in stock, you can't argue. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Get in the truck. We're not going. We're not negotiating. I remember when. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get in the truck. You want to come or not? <laughs> when me and my wife yeah. first got together, I had camo bed set. You know, like the comforter and everything. Same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't last the long. The first day she moved in, she's like, "That's would going. you mind if I bought new comforter and sheets?" I'm like, "I don't care. Whatever." It was. Time. It was time. <laughs> it was time. <laughs> oh man, that's like some of the best. You know, my childhood for Christmas, I got uh, like Cabela's camo um, sleeping bags. Oh, Still yeah. have them. My wife tried to throw one out. I freaked out on her. Oh, yeah. Now she knows. So it's against the law. <laughs> been sitting in the garage for 10 years, but you can't throw it away. Makes no. a good late season blind. Cinema. Yeah. So warm. Yeah. Wear that I thing. Do. I love how this went from mock scrapes to just. Yeah, we did. That's fun <laughs> conversation, though, man. Oh, that's, that's good conversation. I think. Um, if anyone grew up hunting in the early 2000s, 01 to now, I think you're going to well, probably share the same hunting camp childhood. Just yeah. little things you overlook or forget about, you know, that come back to you, whether it's from flipping through a catalog, seeing the camo <laughs> love seat at what other farm store your dad right. went to. Um, that all, all that stuff plays into your perception, your passion, your interest for the outdoors, whether it's fishing or hunting or whatever else. So that's right. One thing I want to close out on, did you guys see the new update on DeerCast? Oh, yeah. It's pretty slick. I commented huh? on it. It is. Mark Drew really liked my comment. He did? <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Get out. Yeah. Prove it. Mark did? You know it. I know him. You're kind of a you, big deal. I don't know. Really know. Dude, no. <laughs> Man, I got to say, uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I yeah. walked around the shop, showed everyone. That's pretty cool. Look at, Talk about that like rain my, gauge. The rain gauge like is comment. a game changer for me. So I hunt like an hour and a half from a lot of my yeah. from my house. I'm just gonna ask: Is that LinkedIn with like Field View, or how do they go off the rain gauge? That I don't know. No idea. Field View is an ag app that I've yep. used for years, and it has a rain gauge. And down to each field that I farm, I can see what I got for rain there. So I'm just assuming that it's probably LinkedIn with like Climate Field View. Yeah, a lot of them. I'm not, not sure. sure. A lot of them too now are picking up. Like if you see a lot of farmers like on their property or like on a field, they have those those uh rain stations those rain stations, stations and those talk to the weather apps yep. and everything yep. so i think that really yeah yep. actually on their farm yep yeah, on you their farm. like next to roads a lot it's just like that's a how they gather box. data yep yeah it's, it's got like cool. a wind thing on it usually and uh oh yeah i've seen a, a little thing those. to collect rain and stuff yep. yeah that makes sense little, little weather station i have one at home it's amazing when sam and i bought our farm um they gave us a rain gauge Whoa. So Dang. Yeah, I gotta dump it out every time it rains to get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like seventy-five cents. I but, think uh, it gave us in, a the, in the deer cast update, my next to the rain gauge, I think the rain gauge is a it, like I said, it's a game changer for me because I live so far away from all, you know a lot of my hunting spots. Cold ground, yeah. Yeah. Um how many rain gauges you got out there? About thirty-seven. <laughs> Just a kid out there holding the bucket <laughs> with Sharpie marks on it. Um, the wind direction <laughs> thing that is on there, because there's some of my spots where where I think is north when I'm sitting there is not actually north. 
Yeah. Ber- so when I can look at it on a map and like see how it lays out in the field and how that wind and you know how fast the wind's going, how narrow it's going to make. Dude, the coolest part about the wind too, how they do like I guess like maybe like your wind cone, the different wind speeds that actually you can see the change in the oh, yeah. wind cone from where you're at, where your stand is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that plays in a whole nother level yep. of how you think about hunting certain things in different winds. So go back to our term, the whiskey wind, the wind that might not be the best, but it's going to work for you and the deer. That's a big, big factor, man. Yeah. How you're going to go about it. So um, if you haven't been on the new deer cast update with the mapping and all the awesome features, check it out. If you're already listening to this through DeerCast. Hope you're, you're ready there. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> get, get the update. Get the get, new update. Yeah, uh, get the check update. Check it out. Because there's different levels. They have a level for everybody, which yeah. is pretty cool. And the the I think it's Elite still is the highest one, right? It's, um I'll tell you, real quick. Because you get a 14-day with that now instead of 10-day. And you get nice. the mapping for all 50 states. And it's mm-hmm. like seventy four ninety nine. I think, is, is what it is. That's great. And you get DeerCast Track. And you get... There's yeah. DeerCast Unlimited, DeerCast Elite Plus, DeerCast Elite, DeerCast Pro. And Unlimited's the highest one. Yep. So DeerCast Pro is $10 a year. Yeah. And you get DeerCast Social, DeerCast Dailies, DOD TV, DOD TV Library, DeerCast Now, five-day DeerCast. DeerCast Elite, $20 a year, not a month, a year. Uh, social, Dailies, DOD TV, the library, DeerCast Now, 10-day, DeerCast, DeerCast Custom, DeerCast Track. Don't call me if you didn't <laughs> spend the $20 for a year. That's a case of Bush Light. How many do you drink of those a year? All my friends listening, I am not giving you advice this year. Just, just spend just 20 spend money. Spend 20 bucks. <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> Don't you call me. DeerCast Elite Plus, uh, 50 a year, 14-day DeerCast, uh, DeerCast Track, DC Now, DeerCast Custom, DC Social, DC Dailies, DOD TV, DOD Library, um, Parcels, state Rain Stations, Wind Checker, uh, The Radar, Path Tracking, Area and Distance, Food Plots, Waypoints, Offline Maps. And I think that's just one state, right? Did it say in there? Uh, one state parcels. Yep. Um, and then DeerCast Unlimited, all those other great features, nationwide parcels. Nice. Plus all the other features. That's $75 for a year, not a month, a, a year. It's a good yeah. deal. It's a great deal pretty incredible looking at it right now it's pretty so can't complain consider that it's early enough save your pennies skip a case of beer for a week or soda pop whatever you do <laughs> take all your cans back if you're in Iowa. Yeah, don't skip then it you can just recycle there you go recycle take all your cans back that you drink then you can afford a subscription to Deercast. yeah bingo round table boys what you guys got to add it's a fun conversation i enjoyed it uh i think i might actually try the cult leaders, serum? tactic, serum. magic serum. I'm gonna drink the juice. The I mean, potion. I mean, I'm gonna Don't try drink it too. It. Oh, but it sounds like he'll come out and do it for you. So I'll just, oh, yeah. I'll just do that. Hey, came out here for me. Yeah, I'm, what's that about? I'm closer. We're closer. Hey, man, I'm always open. Not always. That's how he weaseled his way so. into another podcast. Sneaky, <laughs> <laughs> <Sneaky's laughs> far away, right? <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Lee, what do you, you got, buddy? He's getting his punches in. Thank you for the help on the farm today. No problem, man. Um, I utilized you more uh, than you probably thought you were going to be used for. 
You gonna buy him a new pair of New Balances? <laughs> I don't know what that was. I own a pair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that video. No, they're broke in. No, I got a, I got a reel coming. I, we have an instructional video on how Lee does his scrapes, his mock scrapes, and I'm gonna make a couple of reels with his dad tennies. I'm I'm really looking forward to. It. I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> Maybe we morning. can do a white pine one on my property. Yeah, that'd be good. We could do informational stuff with that too. I'll make another bracket. White pine and the white New Balances. White pine it. and the white New Balances. Ooh, that's a deadly combination. Do there. Have to get white New Balances. You don't have to, but you're not a dad. You're not a dad. Yeah, starting a trend well, that, that we know of. <laughs> Kill a deer in those new balances pairs. this year. <laughs> They're brown enough now from today. You wouldn't, they wouldn't even shine the white. <laughs> Ross, what do you got, buddy? Man, I'm I'm definitely gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna try a couple of them, and I'll get back to you on how they work. So I'll just leave my my stuff here, and you guys can utilize it, and then. Yeah, there you I'll go. Get it back. There's enough enough to go around. And if a listener <laughs> wants to know what you do, go to Deercast, and you'll answer questions yep. in the the Deercast yep. comments. Absolutely. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Refer to him as a cult leader. Ten dollars a year. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't have it, just spend the money. <laughs> just do it. It's ten bucks. Just do it. Steve puts less than that in his gas tank to this day, <laughs> and <laughs> manages to live through life. He buys more Casey pizza. A day, dude. You're he spend, right. He spends more on the NHL app than that. Just don't eat lunch for two days. Facts. Just eat a scorpion pepper, and you won't want to eat lunch for Ooh. a couple days. There you go. Save that, some money. Now that's a fact. <laughs> Austin, what do you got, buddy? It's a good time, fellas. I will uh, definitely be trying the new Lee method and Farm King. The what life. method? The Lee method. That's not right. No, I don't, I don't get that. Do sounds it. off. Don't What's he saying? <laughs> the what method? Lee method. They want you to say the C word. Uh, the Colt, the Lee Colt method. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Now I know what you're talking that about. sounds familiar. Children's tears. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Farm King for life. Okay. Oh, wow. Hashtag bold. You're up, Eric. <laughs> oh, I, I, went, I went earlier. I was saying I'm going to have Lee come out and do it for me. Okay. You know what to do? Go shoot a giant. We love you. Thanks for being here. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.